the Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as I spit on myself. Nice. Joined as always, my delightful co-host. Matt, Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. My God, I feel like it's been forever. Yeah. It's been the same amount of time, but we've had spring break. Yeah, that's right. So it just feels like it's been so long. <laughs> I forgot how to do that intro. Well, I mean, you did it okay. I guess you've given up bit. on coming up with a new intro. Oh, yeah. I was going to do that, wasn't I? Yep. I don't give a shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Maybe we'll come up with it next time when we start, when we, like, re- revamp. Not yep. really revamp. Not really. Know. Well, uh, Matt, what you been up to? Um, I'm actually going to start with a music thing, because okay. we don't really talk about music very much here. No, and no. It's not often that I find, like, a new piece of music or something that really speaks to me, but mm-hmm. I found one. What was it? Have you heard of Arvo Pärt, composer? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> okay, he is an Estonian classical composer. He's probably the best living, like, strictly classical composer. Hmm. He's relatively famous for his most recent stuff since about the late 70s, when he developed this new style of minimalism called Tintinabuli. What? It's... Is that the Adventures of Tintin? Yes, exactly. Yes, he, he has. He done... created the Adventures of Tintin. Well, he started reading the Adventures of uh, Adventures. What? <laughs> the Avengers of Tintin. The Avengers of Tintin. <laughs> no, he started reading all like the the Tintin comics, and he was like, "Wow, these are great!" And so he started writing music inspired by those. That's not actually That's not true no. at all. <laughs> no, it's it's more like he does a really simple melody over background instruments that are just playing the notes of like a major or minor triad. Okay, and so it's simple and minimalistic but it's not like entirely restricted mm-hmm. um and so i'd listened to some of his stuff before but i listened to the trisagion for string orchestra which is it's the the trisagion is like an ancient greek prayer oh um and so he wrote a string piece called this and there's no voices and it's not obviously reflective of it but it's huh. it's a really cool piece if you play it backwards it does it that's probably it yeah. either that or hail satan <laughs> <laughs> or uh they're not dead what's that from what the end of cloverfield oh the the very end i think it's like after the credits there's uh-huh. this kind of like audio thing that sounds like uh it it sounds like it says one thing but if you play it backwards it's someone whispering they're not dead uh, yeah that, okay. that gives me chills every time like that's the kind of thing i like to put in my shit mm-hmm. like these weird little freaky like fuck <laughs> kind of things okay when when i said fuck my eyes widened and my neck my head bent back that kind yep. of thing like fuck we really need to video ourselves we sometimes we're so much like visual humor yeah i mean you your face is just kind of funny i know yeah like <laughs> <laughs> imagine the views if we put me in the thumbnail it'd just feel like, just like plummet. this doof just plummet uh, yeah that's <laughs> from our <true>. one <laughs> well yeah that's the problem though if we actually started doing uh youtube like videos then we could actually possibly succeed on youtube but Mm -hmm. uh i guess i'll kind of make this announcement now uh starting next episode we're going weekly and we are no longer posting on youtube because it is a lot of work to get it to video Mm -hmm. and we get like one view on youtube yeah uh sorry kyle (laughs) you can listen on soundcloud kyle it's actually better for kyle to listen on soundcloud instead of having to write the essay he can comment at those certain points yeah exactly so it's much better suited format for you and it's also free so you don't have to this is true yeah Yeah. so soundcloud is just good good service uh so yeah we'll be starting weekly starting and that's actually our year anniversary so Mm -hmm. i think to the day i think 
approximately approximately i don't know also if you haven't noticed we've slowly shifted from noon on friday to sometime on sunday yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just easier because then we have like we have saturday to record and saturday record and edit because we're we're college students well i'm a college student you recently graduated we got better things to do on a friday night than record for you bitches yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well i haven't I don't think I've really been up to anything this week. It was this, it was a slow week for me. I watched a couple more episodes of Jessica Jones season two. Yeah, I didn't even touch that. Uh, I think it's if okay. anything, I I mean I've been playing the DC deck building game a mm-hmm. lot, but that's not anything different. But it's what I've been doing. Yeah. So I, if if you guys are if people are interested in like just tabletop games more than just like sorry and monopoly monopoly and scrabble there's like there's a whole bunch of, like if you board games are really fun like mm-hmm. if you just look for the look for them there's some really good ones uh deck building games are pretty fun because it changes drastically every game mm-hmm. um and dc has one and it's really cool because every character or every card has an ability that's actually appropriate to what it is mm-hmm. so like uh kyle rayner is the only green lantern that's ever actually wielded all eight colors at once um mm-hmm. and he didn't do her very long because he got <laughs> fucked up after wearing them all and there's each color of card there's each each color of power ring and if you have like all like a lot of power rings in your discard pile and you play Kyle Rayner he gets like plus two the currency for every mm-hmm. uh every ring so it, was, like, it like makes okay. sense to each of the heroes it's really cool interesting so yeah that's yep that's that that's what I've been up to yep not much yep I watched one movie that wasn't like for this actual episode um oh yeah even oh god i forgot what episode we were doing we're doing that aren't we yeah we oh are. that's gonna be depressing for me yeah this is gonna be my equivalent to your spider-man <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah all right well all right. should we jump into it well oh, wait, we have some news yeah let me just Not say I, I watched i watched ladybird i got around to it oh cool came out on dvd and we went and rented it one night and was it good it's really good was it oscar worthy yeah all right i mean it got nominated for a bunch of stuff i know <laughs> did it win one it might not have actually won anything. I think it won one. Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. Know. You're the movies person. This is true. I'm the DC person. Well, it didn't win any of the big things. Um, yeah. It was, but it certainly deserved to be in the competition. Cool. It's well made and sweet. I've got, when I, after this semester, I have a long list of movies that I'm going to watch like one every night and I'm going to mm-hmm. spend this summer catching up on movies. Okay. <laughs> Keep me posted on those. Cause if there's any, I need to see. I mean, it's mostly the ones that you've been telling me to watch. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just go back and listen to all the what you've been up to. <laughs> uh, so, trailers, news, anything? No. It's been kind of slow. A little bit. It's been, it's been kind of slow. Yeah. A few trailers. There's new the, that new Infinity War trailer. Which is fine. Mm, looks fine. I'm, yeah. Honestly, I do not understand the hype, but I do. I think it's become a thing where I think everybody's kind of at the point where it's just like, all right. Can we just get it now? And no mm-hmm. one no one is authentically like super hyped for it. Well, there definitely people are, but like yeah, but I think for the most part it's kind of groupthink where everyone's just like, Yeah, we're hyped and everyone's just okay. like, Come on, we've been waiting for nine years for this. That explains it. Cause the trailers don't look that good. They look on par with all the other they ones. Look, they look fine. On par honestly, or there's there's better trailers. Yeah. In Marvel itself. Yeah. Like, no, like the, the line where Star Lord is like, it's a great plan, but listen, it's a bad plan. Like, let me do it. Th- that's just Star Lord. I mean, yeah. that's just Guard. We've heard, we've heard I that humor. I mean, honestly, I didn't, I didn't love Guardians, so maybe I just don't get that kind of humor, yeah. but that line wasn't funny for me. It's yeah. just kind of grating. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Then they, I mean, they kept the formula of like action packed and the joke and then the title and then another joke at the end. Yep. But they added a little action at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Breaking the formula. Yeah. It's. That's, that's, that, that end joke was kind of funny though. The oh, we're using our made up names, and then the look on his face on uh, yeah, Doctor Strange's face. Yeah. That, that was kind of memorable. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll probably watch it. I hope it's not they don't like go... I've had the ticket since tickets went on sale. Yeah, but... I hope I don't. I hope they don't go too funny. This is not a yeah. movie I expect to see humor in. It, it seems like it's going to be more serious. Yeah. Hope so. Um, any other trailers? We got a new Deadpool trailer. That we did. Which uh, apparently they're calling Deadpool 2. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, balls. Yeah. That balls. Balls. Look at my balls. Deadpool's all about balls. All about his balls. I, uh, in case people don't know what we were just talking about, they were originally, like, I had heard that they were calling the Deadpool sequel Untitled Deadpool Sequel, which would have been amazing. Yep. But, no, no it's just Deadpool they've, 2. they've just called it Deadpool 2. And they're, but, and... Annoying. They're definitely leading into an X-Force movie. Yeah, it really looks like it. And I feel like the whole trailer is full of fourth ball breaks. Which it's fine. It's it's Deadpool, the character, but like, I don't want the whole movie just to be a giant, like, breaking the fourth wall. Just like, constant. I want there to be, like, actual storytelling. Yeah, I think think it'll do plenty of actual movie Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Speaking of which, that report that the test screenings were really bad, turns out that was fake. Yeah. Fake report. Test screenings were actually really good. Better audience scores than the first one. So. Cool. Yeah, it's probably good. The first one was good. Probably fine because uh, test test screenings are always. I mean, yeah. Just never accurate. They're meaningless. Yeah, we've explained. For people who still don't understand what it is, if the executives of the company say it's great, it's terrible. Watch because out. they want you to go as soon as possible, see the movie before word of mouth gets out. If the test screenings are overwhelmingly positive, that means it's pretty good. And if they're overwhelmingly negative, it's pretty bad. It's There's no yeah. hardly ever an extreme right. or accurate test screening. So I just never yeah. listen to test yeah. screenings. Yep. We got a first trailer for Fantastic Beasts 2, the crimes of gay wizard Hitler, as the internet is calling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it looks fine. Yeah, I, I'm. I didn't love the first one. To quote, uh, to quote the Deadpool trailer, it's fairly derivative, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool to see Jude Law as young Dumbledore. He'll do good as that. Yeah, but... I mean, it's just I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think they're trying to squeeze too much money out of the Harry Potter franchise, and I yeah. think they're gonna get it because of the well, fan base yeah. of Harry Potter. But I mean, I, I'm just. I think there are more good stories to be told. I'm just not trusting them to do a good job with that after mm-hmm. the first one. See, the first one was all about the actual Fantastic Beasts, and it was exploring like the universe of Harry Potter mm-hmm. rather than well, like, they're exploring exploring the the universe of Harry Potter, and then now it's like Fantastic Beasts, and then also remember the guy from the the original. We're going yeah. back to that because they're yeah. just like stick to the, stick to what works, which is the original eight, right? Like, and it just feels like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not developing the universe anymore. It's just like, it's rehashing what if you've read the books, you know about. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, it is. It is probably a really interesting story with this whole yeah. Grindelwald thing. I'm just not convinced we need it. And it's also it's. I, I feel like it's gonna suffer. They're doing three movies out of this, right? Out of the full five. Well, okay, so okay, so four. I was thinking they were doing four total. 
They're in five total, including the first one. Yeah. So there's four movies about the art, the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. We know how that's going to turn out. Yeah. So that's the whole problem with prequels. Yeah, that's the problem with prequels. It's a problem with doing four prequels of a story that we know exactly how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Which maybe this will actually kind of break that curse. Not necessarily break the curse, but you've got three movies that you can do what you want, mm-hmm. but you know how the last movie is going to turn out. Yeah. So you can have like some pretty interesting Dumbledore loses. Of course, that's going to be the end of Act Two of the full story. Right. But like, but. I think you can, it gives you space to develop characters that you haven't heard about, mm-hmm. grow attached to them, and then kill them off. Which is always fun. Which is always fun. So maybe they'll maybe they'll succeed in that. I'll hope they do know. that. Otherwise, they ju- they're just going to do a prolonged Grindelwald and Dumbledore, just like, I'm going to kill you. No, I'm going to kill you. No, I'm going to kill you. No, I'm going to kill you, and I win. I'm Dumbledore, and I'm old and gay. Uh, if the fifth movie is nothing but that for two hours, I will pay fifty dollars <laughs> just to see it in theaters. Just imagine six times. Just imagine Jude Law and uh, and uh, Johnny Depp just going, oh "I'm goodness. gonna kill you." No, I'm gonna kill you. No, I'm gonna kill you. Yes, please. <laughs> and then, like, as they get, as they. As they keep doing it, they grow into like a different one of their or like their, mm-hmm. so like you see Jude Law just like slowly growing a beard, <laughs> like the full beard, and then the hat just kind of forms, and then like I guess you don't actually see Grindelwald in the and in the thing, so he just turns into like plot twist. He turns into Voldemort. Oh, I was gonna say he turns into like uh, Willy Wonka. He <laughs> 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 just like gets Much pasty, better. and then his hat just forms. <laughs> All right, well that was that. Yep. Um, uh, oh. I did want to mention, did you see the Cobra Kai trailer? No, I did not. What is that? It's, so you've seen Karate Kid, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they're doing, YouTube is producing a sequel series to Karate Kid with um, uh, at least a couple of the main actors, Ralph Macchio and whatever the bad guy's name. Are you karate kidding me? By every right, this should be terrible, but that's a great trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know. Yeah, no, but it, it also it's gonna weirdly be, looks really good. I feel like it's going to be terrible because YouTube is doing it and they don't have, like, the funding and experience to make a good series. Yeah, I don't know. But then, like, when Netflix first started doing original stuff, their first stuff was really good. That's true. First season of House of Cards, some of the best TV out there. Yeah. It is. A, it's a really promising trailer because it okay. focuses on, like, the, the bad guy from the first one. Yeah. The kid. Mm-hmm. And he is kind of broken down and having a rough life. And then he starts up the Cobra Kai dojo again to... I don't know, reclaim his life. And I have no idea why, but it actually looks pretty good. So I okay. don't know. We'll wait around and see it, I we'll guess. See, Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, that's kind of the problem with like trailers is you can only like speculate the plot, but you, I mean, you've got a decent yeah. gauge of like how good it's going to be. Otherwise it's just like, we'll see. Yeah. It could be great trailers with a terrible movie or a terrible movie with great trailers. We should do an episode on that. Yeah. Great trailers with terrible movies or terrible movies with great trailers. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. We'll put that on our list. We'll do that. Yay. We're uh, desperate I'll, for ideas. Send us com- your ideas. I'll go comment. I'll go comment and be like, hey, you should listen to this episode. And I'll just be like, yeah, we'll do it. It's okay. Wait. I have like nine different Gmail accounts, so I could just use one of them. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, anything else? Um, Not really any news. It's been a slow news, news week. Moose. Mo- movie news week. Movie, mo- yeah. My most exciting things are that I, I wrote down just a few things. Is that this Amazon Lord of the Rings series is going to cost five hundred million dollars? Five hundred million dollars—that's <laughs> insane. That's like more than Infinity War. Yeah, 
That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which could be either really good or really bad. Because if it's like Warner Brothers, it's a lot of CGI. Mm-hmm. But if it's like... If it's like uh, fucking... Oh, God. New Line, it's a lot of like like armor like created yeah. armor and prosthetics and real things mm-hmm. that would be so good it but I if like it's just shit story it doesn't matter i know <laughs> i know <laughs> but i really like the ambition i like that they're really committing to this yeah it makes I mean, me a little more optimistic lord of the ring oh never mind i take back what i was gonna say before i said it i was gonna say lord of the rings is something that you haven't gone wrong with, but the Hobbit was kind of iffy. Yeah, but it wasn't putting it nice. I but it really wasn't the Hobbit. Star Wars prequels. Hobbit's way worse than Star Wars prequels, and I'm not going to get into that argument now. But we are going to do an episode on trilogy that. and trilogy prequels. Okay, that is two movies or two franchises. Yep, but <laughs> like I, I am no fan of the Star Wars prequels, but the Hobbit are way worse. I'll have to go actually go back and watch. I don't think I ever watched. Is Desolation of Smog the last three or last one? uh no that's the battle of five armies i haven't seen that one Mm -hmm. i saw the first one and i was like so bad i saw the first one i was like okay and i saw the second one i was like yeah and then i just i don't think i ever got around i think i bought it it's one of those movies that's like a big movie and i bought it but i never watched it (laughs) yeah no that's how i feel the first one's okay the second one's and the third one is about my least favorite movie of all time See, that's like the opposite for the star wars trilogy yeah because yeah. the first one is just like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Who is that kid that's schizophrenic? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But three's almost okay, so. We're basically doing that episode right now. We yep. should, All right, I'm going to stop continue. that. Okay. That's an argument I'll save for later. The only other not even exciting piece of news is that apparently we haven't got an Aquaman trailer yet because they're still finishing up the effects work, which I think is a good sign. But Or it's a bad sign. It's a super effects heavy movie because usually yeah. they release trailers so far in advance and they just they you they get like like real life of what the Deadpool did. It's like why is his arm still why is his arm not <laughs> robot yet? Yeah, well, I mean, most of Darryl! it's gonna be it's gonna mostly be set underwater, so the level of yeah. effects work just in everything is so intense that they probably just don't have enough material to cut together yeah. the trailer yet. See, and that's honestly like. This could be a really good thing, meaning they're putting a lot of effort into it, mm-hmm. or it could be a really bad thing that having a lot of troubles with it. I think it's just something that's going to be super effects heavy, and I think they know what they're doing with okay. it. So, I mean, it didn't look great in Justice League. No, but I think they're going a different direction. Someone came out okay. and said something after Justice League said, yeah, no, the actual Aquaman movie's not going to look like that. Okay, cool. What if they just did like kind of the what you do when there's a movie translation, like a movie that's set in like Germany or something, where you're mm-hmm. just like, all right, they're speaking German... But you're going to hear English. And this was like, all right, it's going to look like they're on land, but they're definitely in water. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great well, and terrible. Well, well, my biggest concern about it is like the effects of hair. Right. You can, you can, you can simulate bubbles with CGI, but it's, you have to do stuff with the hair. Yep. And he's got long hair. Like it, they didn't just go like, all right, we're just going to shave it. And turn with a leaf blower. with a really slow leaf blower so it's just kind of (laughs) like yeah (laughs) yep okay that's all i got for news all right well this episode is about (laughs) video game movies and particularly why they suck Suck. (laughs) and why they're gonna suck well laura cloth come out yet yeah tomb raider came out okay it got not great reviews 
it was fine. halfway decent audience right i haven't seen it it sounds like it's okay which yeah. is about the best uh, video game movie has ever been yeah so how, how do you want to structure this how do you want to um i don't know well let me start with a question why do you think that video game movies are so bad i think it's because i should have thought of an answer i should have you that was like me. that was the obvious you, question you texted me literally you literally texted me the question like three days ago and i should yep. have had it i just bit my tongue and i hurt like fuck Nice. Uh, just casually roll over yeah them. well let me set some background because so there's plenty of lists out there on the movie on video game movies and i i found one that compiled a, apparently a comprehensive list of 32 like mainstream video game movies uh-huh. and every single one of them is mediocre at best most of them are pretty bad yeah that's a lot of movies coming from, like a a variety of different styles you've got um horror like silent hill you've got sort of the action adventure like there's been three like tomb raider movies now or super mario brothers oh no we're not even gonna <laughs> talk about that one we're gonna we are gonna it. talk about that one <laughs> but you've got such a wide spectrum of movies but they all come from a single source and every single one of them has been bad and that means something i think it's because video ga- it's the same thing with like comic books like it was so unsuccessful for a while uh, or mm-hmm. it generally is unsuccessful. I think if you look at the grand scheme of comic book movies, they're not successful. I feel like there's a lot of superhero movies that don't work. Okay, so if you take out Marvel, well, yeah, a majority of them do not work. Marvel has found the 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 formula that works, mm-hmm. so they got lucky. But everything before, except for Superman, based well. I mean, there's there's good superhero Generally movies out there. Generally speaking, comic movies are hard to do because they they're different from the comic books mm-hmm. to the movies. And I think it's the same kind of thing for video games because video games are ridiculously fantasy, mm-hmm. and they keep doing games that shouldn't work plot wise, like Super Mario Brothers. And honestly, I, I think we can. I think we can branch more from video games to just kind of things based on games, like mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, Battleship. Yeah. But like, there's movies I think that are fine. Need for Speed was fine, but they just took it mm-hmm. in name only. Yeah, I because I, I I see where you're coming from because my first thought when I asked myself this question was yeah they're trying to do completely different things. Mm-hmm. They're trying to tell different stories, and so if you make a movie that's faithful to the video game source it's not going to work yeah because movies and video games have very different levels of suspension of disbelief yeah and and like and really just plot yeah like the thing about video games if you try to go purely like the plot of a story of a video game that or a same universe type of thing Mm -hmm. it doesn't connect because video games are rarely made for the plot exactly like if you look at the plot of like skyrim one of the most like highly highest highest one of the highest grossing video games of all time mm-hmm. it is a shit plot but it's the open world rpg yeah that yeah that is the fun part it's a different focus movies are, or video games are done in service of making the player have fun yeah there's a far cry movie that is just garbage i don't know if you watched it no i don't but i mean i didn't watch it i haven't seen it but i've like read about it because i was like oh there's a far cry movie i love far cry mm-hmm. so i looked at it i looked it up on wikipedia and it was just like it has nothing to do with the video game and it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, what a shame. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, there's this plot structure mm-hmm. that doesn't translate to movies. 
Okay. Um, well, okay. So I I watched um, the first Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie from uh-huh. 2001 with Angelina Jolie uh, in preparation for this episode. And it has like sort of a movie sort of plot. There's this main character. We're introduced to her. We get her backstory. There's the secretive villains. There's sort of a couple of side characters and then she goes on a quest for some artifacts and there's some magical shenanigans and it works fine as a movie plot but the movie itself is really bad yeah there's a lot there's a lot to be said for the development i'm gonna make a lot of parallels to comic book movies just because it's kind of what a podcast is based on makes sense i think there's a lot to be said for developing the universe before you get to the big ones Mm -hmm. um so things like lara croft that game has been around for so many years. There's been so many different yep. games. You know the character. You know what it's about. Mm-hmm. So you can do a little more with it. It's the same thing with Marvel where they've been working on it since 2008. They can do a little more with it now. They can mm-hmm. do this gauntlet that has five magic stones that can change all of reality by thinking about it. Mm-hmm. People are like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. But like DC was like, here's Superman. Here's the Justice League. <laughs> and everyone's just like, excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. So trying to just do a movie based on a character that is fully developed and you try to do that with the character in one movie, it suffers the same way DC did. Okay. Um, that makes sense. And I think they're doing an Uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. I think... No, there is not already one. But they're doing an Uncharted movie. Uh, they've already got like... I think it's starting filming like next year or something or mm-hmm. maybe late this year. It's got Tom Holland, which is uh, playing Nathan Drake, which is the main character. Mm-hmm. And he looks based on having played the game. I think that's going to be amazing because it's going to be a lot of like parkour gymnastics kind of stuff. So he mm-hmm. can do that. Um, and it also has Brian Cranston. I think Brian Cranston. Probably. I believe so. He's in everything. I mean, usually. Yeah. He's he's always like the older older dude. Right. Who is playing Oh, I just drew a blank on his name. Like the older mentor guy. Right. So I don't know how this is gonna go. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't I had nowhere to go with that. I was just kind of saying that there's an uncharted movie to show off that I know that there's movies coming out. <laughs> well, I know there's movies coming you. out. Yeah, I knew. Well, okay, what would what would it take for the Uncharted movie to be good? <sighs> I don't know. Uh something that's huge about the uncharted games is uh, earlier when i said kind of call back to earlier when i said rarely games talk about or focus on story mm-hmm. this one has a very good this whole story series has a very good story they stopped it after four because mm-hmm. and it ended with him like retiring and they have a kid and stuff like okay. that and the voice acting troy baker no not troy baker nolan nor shit is it troy baker or nolan north oh god it's one of the two <laughs> if, i mean if you've been listening before those are kind of the two big voice actors right. uh a lot for video mostly for video games i'm pretty sure it's nolan north um they use uh motion capture when they're mm-hmm. recording their voices so they're, it's an amazing voice actor and you it actually matches up and the storytelling is amazing um i'm only about halfway through the first game so i don't know what the full story is about but i okay. i'm pretty sure it gets a little weird like kind of video crazy. games kind of do that um i don't know i it's just make a good movie. Like okay. you've got the character, you've got Nathan Drake, which you have to kind of dance a fine line because we already know his full story. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do, this is a different Nathan Drake, this is a different story, or you're going to do, this is Nathan Drake. 
this is a story that you that is between like two of the games and it doesn't break the universe Mm -hmm. then that's great and then you just need to make a good movie but if you go it if you go faithful to a uh if you try to do a game's plot that it just don't do it because Mm -hmm. it the point of video games is just to fucking play it is you do it so when you you don't you don't watch a gameplay on YouTube for just watching the game. You play it for whoever's playing it and their commentary and their yeah. humor and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's the problem I'm going to have with this Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's like the whole premise of Dungeons and Dragons is that you create your own universe and develop it yourself. Mm-hmm. You were taking that away by making a movie about it. Mm-hmm. Like we play Dungeons and Dragons because we're nerds. Yep. And we just do <laughs> random bullshit because it's what we can do. Like it's not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not a straightforward game that tells you where to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's my few words. Okay. I don't know that, if that... I answered any of your questions. <laughs> I don't know. I mean Yeah, I think They need to make a good movie that doesn't break who Nathan Drake is. Okay. That's to answer your question. Yeah. You so... need to make a good movie and not go, Oh, he did this and this and this, but in the game, the next game he's like, Oh yeah, I've never been there, but the movie is set there. Mm-hmm. That breaks the universe. It's like that that's incontinuitous. Don't fucking do that. Okay. <laughs> so there's kind of a balance point, I guess, between you don't want to adapt the video game too closely because that doesn't make sense for a movie. But then if you get too far away, why not just make something independent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's, that's a, that, there you go. That's it. That's, okay. That's the answer to this, <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think based on Tom Holland's age, I think they're doing a pre series, pre video game series, mm-hmm. which there's a lot to be careful with because, uh, because uh, they haven't cast the female character, mm-hmm. which is fine because you meet her in the first game. But they have cast the mentor. I am just drawing so many blanks. I haven't played it forever. I'm going to go home and play it tonight. That sounds fun. Um, so it's probably going to be a prequel and Angie's just young. So they do have to be careful with like, these are him learning the skills, but he can't learn any skills that he learns in the games. Mm-hmm. Would it be so bad though to just break with the game's continuity and say, here's a story that's sort of loosely adapting these like comic book movies do that a lot they take sort of the characters and the spirit of the comics but they turn it into a different out of continuity story i'm thinking hmm. I'm, I'm if you do that you need to justify it with a phenomenal a phenomenal movie because you can do it you can do a different characterization and people who haven't played the games will be totally fine with it mm-hmm but if you do something like DC where Batman kills people and people who haven't aren't huge fans of Batman are just like, yeah, whatever. He mm-hmm. killed people, which, in fact, he actually only killed people for one year in DC's. I, I was actually reading up on that because people are like, oh, Batman's killed in the past. It's like, no, literally he killed someone in Batman 1 in 1940. Right. And the guy was like, and the guy who was writing was like, no, Batman's not going to kill anymore. <laughs> um, but... You take a character that's loosely based on it, and if you don't make it good enough to justify it, it's going to enrage the fans. Okay. So which, you're saying we should cater to the fanboys? There's there's <laughs> there's a level of that. I mean, yeah. If, if there's a movie going out or coming out, let's just, let's just use Batman as an example. It's just a whole new universe. Mm-hmm. And then you hear this is Batman movie coming out, and you're like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll go see it. And then all the Batman fanboys go and see it. Mm-hmm. like the first night like me and then he like shoots someone directly like 
Like, you can make the excuse that maybe he doesn't kill people in Justice League if it's some weird fantasy version of, like, how they can kind of get out and they're Mm -hmm. just brutally maimed, which is fine. If he, like, point blank shoots a guy right in the face, all the fanboys will leave and go, that's a terrible movie. And then it'll chase away everyone who doesn't know the character. Okay. Um, So there's... You need to at least stick to a little bit. Of, like you need to stick to the core values of the character. Okay. Like if you take Nathan Drake and go, oh, he's okay. So he, so he's just kind of a treasure hunter. And mm-hmm. if, if you go, if you make a movie and it's like, oh, he's a pirate that goes looting for looting other ships. It's like it's not at all who he is. Okay. That's not that's not Nathan Drake. What is this? And then you have all the fanboys who went to see the Uncharted movie and then come back and they're like, nope, that bad. All right. That makes sense. Maintain the spirit of the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, if you take the characterization of it and you just kind of, like, jimmy with it, I don't know. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so unprepared for this episode. Yep. It's great. I watched a few movies and I have have my notes here and it's got, like, a list of stuff for what you've been up to in news and then it just says notes and then blank. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, what didn't you like about the movies? Well, Tomb Raider... Part of the problem is it's just it does all of the really bad late nineties, early two thousand isms. Is there an electric guitar going wee? Yes. Oh yes. There's lots of that stuff. It's the and, greatest. Um dumb over the top action that's cut to pieces and weirdly choreographed and well they did maintain the spirit of the video game in that there's a lot of focus on her chest area. Oh. As in like they'll do what should be a close-up shot on her face but it's more a close-up from like solar plexus up (laughs) in a tight-fitting t-shirt there's an uncomfortable amount of that all right and it's just it's it's badly written and um i don't know it feels like a movie made for people who are really immersed in the video game mythology Mm -hmm. but i don't know what the video game mythology is so i don't know if they just made up everything for this yeah i I should have played the games. We should have like postponed this episode longer so that I could actually play the games and then <laughs> maybe, watch the movies. Maybe we'll revisit it. We'll revisit it after whenever the next video game movie comes out. Yeah. Because when Dungeons and Dragons comes out, maybe we'll do an episode. Yeah. That's in 2021, so we've got time. We got we got years. <laughs> yeah. So I think that one was just it. It didn't feel like a well-made movie. It felt like mm-hmm. they were just trying to slap together something. So then, but I also watched a couple other uh, video game movies specifically in preparation for this. And one of those was uh, Silent Hill, mm-hmm. which it, it was the closest thing to a good movie that I think a video game movie could do. There's a lot of really stupid character decisions. And I mean, it's a horror movie. Yeah, I, I think I think that was kind of part of the problem. And the essence of a horror movie is stupid character decisions. It's like that Geico commercial where they're like, why don't we just get in the running car? And they're like, no, let's go hide behind that wall of chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know, the rules of the universe aren't especially clear and the logic doesn't make sense, at least for a movie. Mm-hmm. I imagine it would make sense much better in a game. And I think it's reasonably faithful, at least to the spirit of the games. Okay. Not that I've ever... Is Pyramid head, Pyramid Head in it? Yes, he is. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, cool. And he stabs some people. And Yeah, I've never played the yeah, game. I don't know. I am i can't do scary games mm-hmm. because I... I mean, I think I can. We should do an episode of us doing... Like, we, we need to do video game parts because it's part of pop culture. It's okay. video games. So we need to figure out how to play a video game. I don't know how to play a video game. Not it, at all. It might just be a whole lot of you playing a video game. 
Because <laughs> I have no because idea what I'm doing. Because you have no idea how to do it. Because that's the that'd most amusing. Then I'll be sitting there just seething, going, oh my god. You can turn your head. You can turn your right analog stick while you're walking, Sean. Just yeah. called Sean out hard there. <laughs> yeah, no, you were like, we're doing a video game movies episode. And I was like, most of the video games I do is I play online chess. So I watch Searching for Robbie Fisher and Pawn Sacrifice. He's making a face. I'm in it. I, I, have, I have an idea face. We should do a little bit of... Uh, I want to hear your kind of rant about when they use chess in movies. Because that's putting a game. Because yeah. I said we can kind of branch it to just games in general. And that's a game being used in a movie. There's no movies based on chess, are there? There's several. Searching oh. for Bobby Fisher. That's like the famous one. I don't know what that is. It's uh, about a kid named Josh Waitzkin. He's He was fairly famous and he um, was kind of like a chess prodigy. Oh, so it's about the players of chess. There's not a movie. Yeah. There's not a movie like Battleship where it's no, like there's the not game like of a, chess. a chess the game movie. At least there's just, just a bunch of black people and a bunch of white people just start fighting. It's like the <laughs> what? Unless well, that's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god, that could that would just be an atrocity if no, they tried to do yep. that. Race war the movie. Race war. The movie. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh yeah, no. What what do you have any like large kind of overarching complaints about when they use chess in movies? A few. Partly, it's too often used as like a, a metaphor or symbol, which I don't know. It kind of makes me uncomfortable. But I guess that might just be because I'm like more connected with the game. It's mm-hmm. like it doesn't really make sense as a metaphorical game because it's uh, it's so self contained that it's it, you just you play a game of chess and you abide by sort of the principles that go into that it, and they don't apply to more abstract things could we could i have you and another chess player de- or just you in general develop a fully like professional game or send me like the best game you've had and i want to try to turn that into an actual story okay because i can make because uh, if it's an actual legitimate thing then i can use kind of like the there's a guy playing chess and then occasionally they'll move a piece. And then that's like the next few points of the plot is like that happens. Okay. We can talk about this more in like I'm, a, I'm intrigued. I kind of want to try this too now. It'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Anyway, um, we can do it. We can yep. make a good game movie. Yes. It's not a video game movie because it's not well, no. a video game. <laughs> right. I guess the other thing that annoys me about chess, going back to your original question yes. is that it's always used as like, movie shorthand for this character is smart or these characters are smart which smart players probably can get better at chess if they spend the time with it Mm -hmm. but being good at chess is much more a function of the amount of time and effort you put into learning the game and studying it Mm -hmm. and so just saying oh this character because this character is smart he's really good at chess it it doesn't make appropriate for us right now Someone mm-hmm. posted on a Facebook group, and Matt yeah. and I actually had a conversation <laughs> on the group about this. Yes, yeah. uh, if if Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark played in a chess match, who would win? And whoever spent more time with it. And it's a dumb question. I I mean I guess, but like I I honestly think because you said it's Tony, I say it's Bruce just because I Batman. Well, yeah. But like I I genuinely think I'm pretty certain that he has spent the time with masters of chess and learned the game in that case it's bruce i just i figured from what i understand about their backstories bruce is more single-mindedly devoted to avenging his parents death yeah and that's and that's fair justice to gotham so i figured okay he's probably not going to spend the necessary time to get really good at the game whereas tony he's sort of a show-off boastful kind of guy he seems like he wants to sort of be the best at things he seems like the sort of guy that probably invested enough time in it to Mm -hmm. be pretty good at it i also feel like there's I obviously I have no idea how to play chess. Like I'm the mm-hmm. guy that always 
does like the middle pawn first. I don't know if that's like the. That's good. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. What's well, a really bad move to do at the beginning? Mm, one of the rook pawns knight. up is pretty bad. Huh? Move I was going to say that initially, but I thought there was. All right. Well, I'm yeah, always no, the person that moves the rook pawn up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're the like, kind of guy who usually ends up playing out the actual moves that they use in a chess game in the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually the board's set up wrong and the moves don't make sense and it looks stupid. There's like no conceivable way that that piece could have gotten to that spot. And you're just like, that, how? That happens more than you'd think. <laughs> uh, but like, I feel like there's a level of intellect when you get to that level, then you can see, like, you might not know, like, the certain moves and tactics that you play during chess, but you can see all the moves ahead, every potential move ahead. I I just, I don't think that's realistic, because... I mean, well, it's Batman. Uh, he is realistic, kind of. Still, like, the, the possibility tree branches so quickly. Because think about the starting setup for a chessboard. You have 20 possible moves you can make for your first move as white. Yeah. You can move each of the knights to two different squares, each of your pawns up one or two. Yeah. Black, and there's 20, in turn, has 20, 20 possible moves. That means after each side has played one move, you have 400 possible, possible moves, yeah. and then it exponentiates yeah. so fast that the, the number that the smart people quote is that there's more possible chess games than there are atoms in the universe, which means it is literally physically impossible to compute the entire Isn't decision there another tree. thing that there's more of than atoms in the universe? There's a lot of things that there's more atoms in the universe. More than of than atoms in the universe. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to stop myself right there. <laughs> uh, well, what's next? What's uh, What else did you... Well, want to talk about Super Mario Brothers for a second? It's really bad. Watch it. Okay. It's so you, it's so bad. It's are you familiar with the Super Mario Brothers franchise? I, I've like, actually played the Mario games a little okay. bit. Yeah. So what is it faithful to the characters? No, it's it's basically it starts out they're kind of they're actually just real world plumbers and they sort of get sucked into this like dystopian version of the Mario world. Oh God, where everything is weird and slimy and the is there giant mushroom? Are there are there Goombas? Yeah, and they're like monstrous dinosaur people. Fucking what? Yeah, it is disturbing. Is Bowser in it? Yeah, and Jesus. he's just like a dinosaur. Is Peach like super hot? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I didn't. I, I, it's just you it, said everything's gross and slimy, so I'm just imagining this like disgusting world, and then just one out of place, really attractive Peach. <laughs> pretty much. No, it's actually just like a rotting fruit. Rotting Peach. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, is there are uh, dry bones in there? Um, you know what they are, right? Little skeletons. Not, on yeah, no, like, not that I recall. Okay, I feel like that's really it's, hard to. It's do been a while since I've seen that one. It's just a guy who's in like a one of those like Halloween mm-hmm. costume skeleton suits, just going, "I'm a dinosaur." Yeah. <laughs> well, oh God. the other movie I wanted to talk about uh, was actually Warcraft because I watched that oh, like, yeah. last night in preparation for this. How was that? Annoyingly close to being really good. Really? Yeah, it was really bad. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was really bad, but there's some really cool, interesting ideas. Like, the actual, the core story Uh is pretty good. Um, It goes in some really interesting directions. There's some really interesting character moments. The problem is that World of Warcraft, from what I understand, is supposed to be like this giant, immersive, huge world. That's the attraction of it. Yeah. Is that it's just this big world. And so, if you're making a movie set in that world you're either going to not be able to develop the richness of the world or 
you're gonna do so many burps this episode. I know. It's the episode it's a burpy burps. episode <laughs> but so the, so the other thing that's happened which i think happened with this one is they're going to invest so much time and effort in just showing as many things from the world as possible so many different cities and different peoples and i guess concepts that exist mm-hmm. in that world that you don't have any time for character development yeah and the plot is just kind of a skeletal version of what it should be mm-hmm. and so the characters are mostly terrible the main orc is really cool and because so i actually read up a little of the backstory so it's directed by duncan jones who did moon and source code and mute recently okay also david bowie's son fun fact really yeah how shit yeah Damn. yeah look at you go and he's um he's a, he's a really talented creative guy mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't like mute but it's really good check it out um it's on my list yeah but he took like their original script and he's like okay well this is basically good guy humans versus bad guy orcs straightforward boring fantasy ripoff of everything else yeah ever and so he sort of rewrote it into a story where it's more balanced between you have like these main orcs that you're rooting for and then you have these main humans that you're rooting for and they're sort of coming into conflict but then also trying to form alliances and there's it's it's an interesting story because it shows multiple perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think they didn't commit enough to that. And I'm probably going to assume that the studio had something to do with that. They said, you don't focus enough on the human characters. People aren't going to get it. They aren't going to connect with it. Mm-hmm. And so they forced more human characters into it, more human story, which ultimately didn't get fleshed out because it's a two-hour movie. So it just it feels like a really big missed opportunity. And I think... Given the nature of the world, the fact that it's supposed to be this big world thing, it would have worked better as a TV series, probably. Probably. Like, sort of Game of... Because Game of Thrones is like that. Yeah. It's, Game of Thrones is... I mean, partly it's a bunch of great story, but it's also a lot about the world building. Yeah. And if you'd done the same thing with Warcraft and allowed yourself to actually flesh out that world and then build the story and from the characters, I think it would have worked really well. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you can't make $400 million in China with a Game of Thrones-style TV show. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I always want that money in China. Yeah. What does it mean? I'll save that for a general Hollywood episode. <laughs> it's just like I never understood what it's like. This is meant for China. It's like, you speak Chinese? Um, I think it's a cultural difference. That, enough of a cultural difference that you have to make something where the story is simple enough that seems very racist. I know, not not because <laughs> not because Chinese people can't understand it, but because you need something that's more universal that doesn't rely so much on particular cultural tropes. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. The humor has to be again simple enough that it's more universal. Mm-hmm. Um and then also I think I think Chinese culture is more excited by sort of the big blockbuster type action gotcha not that we don't have plenty of people who enjoy that here because yeah. the transformers money's made transformers movies make plenty of movie Woo. we can't the transformers us... movies make plenty of must <laughs> <laughs> man they do good in the u.s we cannot do this podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, what was the one that you had uh filling it's super thriller. filling it's, it's straightforward thriller straightforward thriller straightforward thriller straight 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 thriller yep yep we're done sally sells seashells by the seashore nailed it anyway (laughs) yeah video game movies i guess suck i guess our point is it's really tough to make a good one i think what my answer is that it's the reason they suck is because it's such a delicate line of trying to stick to it and also not ruin stick to it not ruin it and also make it make sense right 
there's this little Venn diagram of like 19 different circles you got to fit right in. Yep. And it's and there's probably a... a couple of movies that have fit in there. They just haven't been good movies in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's part of the thing. It's like it's got to be a good movie. It's got to mm-hmm. fit in the lore. It's got to. It's got to be a story that makes sense as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Which has to separate it from the video game. I mean, Halo. Have you seen any of the Halo movies? Nope. I haven't either. They're making a big one, apparently. Yeah, they are. Like a real big budget blockbuster yeah. one. And that's who like... knows. I guess you can do that if you don't follow Master Chief, because that's kind of. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what to think of. Like, it's just there's so many bad video game movies mm-hmm. that I. We don't know what works yet because we haven't had one that has. Yeah. <laughs> Once we find one that has, then we can look and go, that's what wor- that okay. one worked. What's different? That's what's different. Do that. Yeah. But then But then of course we'll get have... five or six movies into that and that'll get formulaic. Yeah. And we'll need to do something. I new. mean formulaic's fine. Marvel does it. Well yeah. But they just do it really well. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, yeah. just don't make video game movies, make movies based on interesting stories that are maybe make original make original content that's great yeah stuff do that we 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 do that all the time we don't have a podcast that's purely based on other people's creations none none whatsoever no i have a couple episodes that are well that's true about yeah but anyway shoust me we shoust thanks everyone for listening if you have a video game movie that you particularly hate please tell us about it in the comments or if one that you want to defend from our wrath Tell us about that. Uh, next next time is the uh, our definitive ranking of the MCU. Yeah, so if you want to post your ranking of the MCU. We can not consider that, but we'll say, look at this person who's dumb. Yep. They we'll put Iron that. Man 2 at the top. They're <laughs> a fool. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that Iron Man 2. <laughs> yep. So we're on YouTube or SoundCloud or iTunes. So follow, subscribe, like, do the iTunes thing for all of those. Yep. We're on Facebook and Twitter, so you can hit us up there with your MCU rankings or video game movie thoughts. If there um, are any video games, since we kind of mentioned it a little, if there's any video games you'd like Matt to play for me to comment yes. and make fun of him for being bad at, <laughs> go for that. Let us know. Sure. And we'll do, I mean, I, I can't imagine us doing a full game play. We could just do like no, just a little bit. Yeah. The highlights. The highlights. Well, with me, it's probably going to be low lights, but. The low lights. The low darks. Did <laughs> you get some of those low darks? Yes, yes, that'll be it. Yeah, if you have any ideas for stuff you want us to talk about, hit us up on one or, or multiple do. of those mediums. What the fuck? Why even? Why even like restrict it to like podcast stuff? If you want us to do something like a cooking show, that'd be weird. Or mainly pop culture stuff. So yeah, mostly to restrict those. us to that. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 That was pretty creepy. Yep.